Welcome back, everybody, to the MTV Challenge Accepted Podcast, presented by the Underdog Sports Network. I guess it's just the podcast network. If you ever go on underdog.com, they have like billions of podcasts, and we're grateful that they allow us to do one about the MTV Challenge. I'm your co-host, Andrew Ellison, along with my brother, my co-host, Dondrick Ellison. How are you, Dondrick? I'm good. I think if we do this long enough, we're going to have an opportunity to go earn a gold skull. TJ's going to let us in to go get our shot. <laughs> well, you think they would be wrapping up the season. We're talking about the 16th episode of the season based on the fact that they're, you know, transitioning us to the all-stars, right? On Paramount Plus, it seems like the, it's like a baton that they're supposed to hand off, but they just like keep clutching it and keep running this like race forever. Really? I didn't think of, I don't think they're treating the all-stars that seriously as being like the next season, but. Oh, yeah, because we we were debating whether we should cover that, whether we should keep doing podcasts about that. You can email us at xandrickellison at gmail if you want to see us talk about that show. I didn't know if people were treating it as a real thing. Is it like stars versus pros? Is it like that kind of thing? Or do you think it's like an actual I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. It's a little we'll get into the episode in a second here, but it's funny because they I don't know if you caught the three minute like preview at the end of this. episode. Oh, no, I didn't watch the whole thing now. But it's funny because they're like, you're all-stars. You're the greatest ever to compete on this show. And then it shows like Gisela, who famously like quit or something, and Trishelle, who famously quit. And it's like, I don't know if they're the greatest ever. No, that's like their spin, I guess. And the awkward part about it is like, there's a we've talked about it before. There's like an overlap. Like Anissa is still on the main show. CT is still on the main show. It's not like those other people are that much older gray beards. It's not like, you know, the NBA big three. And those are the old retired people. Like they could theoretically all be on the regular show too. I don't know about that. Some of them are pretty old. Um, (laughs) I'm excited to watch. I did look up. It it was released this week. It's apparently one per week. It's not like a batch, like a Netflix. Oh, really? Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. I thought it was going to be all at once. I was excited to to binge, binge them all tonight yeah so i might stock up I, I like to do that where i like bank like 10 of them and then catch up okay well we'll see maybe we'll, we'll do pod on it just binge with us in like two months when you've got nothing else to do when we talk about all like 20 episodes but let's talk about this show the real show i guess the, the major league show um so the 16th episode last week we're on the heels of big t's big win over anisa if you remember and it left. Was that it? That was the last person who didn't have a skull. That's the last, you know, chance, you know, for elimination. Are we going right to the final? No, we're going to go ahead. Soldier on, as you said. <laughs> Keep <laughs> acting like nothing's changed. Well, uh, I think both of us, our theories last podcast was, okay, we're having double elimination or yes. a purge. I thought a purge, you thought double elimination. It had to be at some point. And then we'll talk more about that in a second. But coming into this week, there was five teams left, all with skulls. Leroy and Casey, Kyle and Amber, Corey and Cam, Fessy and Nani, and then America's Darling, CT and Big T. And we kind of started with those two again. You know, there was Big T sparkling up CT. And then there's a whole montage, Rocky style, where CT wakes her up at 5 a.m. to train. That was fun. That was, I really liked it actually. (laughs) That was like the one time I'm like, this is legitimately endearing, where he's just like watching her train. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, and they had the survivor music, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Eye of the Tiger. And he was like, CT was like Mickey. 
And, yeah. the and he has the voice like, for it too. Like the best line was she's like, are we done? Like, what do you mean done? That was just warm up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like fast and furious, you know, voice. Uh, I like those. I mean, we mentioned. I thought that was fun. That was a fun montage yeah, moment. That was fun. And I don't no, know. I, if ever, I was, was go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if you've ever seen Rocky lately, the Rocky series. I was watching like number four, the one where he fights the Russian Drago. Um, it was on like TNT or something. And it's an hour and a half or something. And I would say about of those 90 minutes, about 40 of them are montages about training <laughs> and like just montage, montage, training, 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 song, song, song. And it did, it does kind of work though. It gets you like jazzed up, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, and they're laying it on thick with this team, big T and CT. It was really been the story of this season in terms of just camera time. Uh, and given that, I find it a little cloying at times. We, I think we right. have found last you, week I did personally, yeah. but this was just a, it shows you why it's magical at times too. It's just a fun pairing. <laughs> well, yeah, and it needs it in the sense that it's interesting in a way. I think real world suffered at one point. I, you can maybe track it. I don't know when it started of like people trying too hard to be personalities. Um, maybe it started with Puck. I don't know. Maybe it was that long ago. Uh, and that's how they became well-known. And so you'd think uh, they all come in with these big personalities. Devin has that a little bit. But the season's been dominated by Big Brother people. And Big Brother people don't really seem, at least on our show, don't have big personalities. <laughs> they just talk about the game all the time. And they just kind of stare blankly at each other and talk about their alliance. I think Josh has a, certainly a big personality. And not in a purposeful, you know, uh, drop, you know, doing it for the camera way. I think it's just who he is. And then looking back, I think Polly was also big brother has sort of a big personality, but these ones, yeah. Fessy and Casey and Amber, not so much. Well, I, I, again, I don't watch their season, but I just imagine them like sitting and staring at each other, like playing chess, like a big, I don't know. Can it be a good show? Can it like watching Casey strategize? <laughs> You've always said it's not a good show, but we, I don't know. I, I might be. I only watched one season. I think that Big Brother is definitely, though, the bad guys in terms of this audience that watches this show. Mm -hmm. They're the know, we don't like Big Brother. We don't like Big Brother. No, get out of here, Big Brother. And I want somebody to stand up to him and, and everyone who tries gets stomped. Um, even sometimes their own alliance, Amber B., was complaining that she, you know, Casey's the only person she trusts. She'd never blindside me. Kind of an ominous first scene. You never want that kind of first scene. Yeah, if the you're first scene talking to Casey. You're not going to backstab me. Right. right. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign for <laughs> her prospects this uh, episode. A bit of too much of a giveaway, yeah, I would say. I, I agree with that. Um, then the daily rolls around called Global Domination. It was in two heats, which was a little hard to follow, but... Um, really cool they're basically in these big you know hamster balls like american gladiator style not that ball. cool not that cool <laughs> and so they had to play offensive defense you did not like it why did you not like it i don't like it because i just am not a big fan of the daily challenges on this show it was hard and i'll tell you why it it's i have no idea what's happening well, I, that's mean, a, it, I think that's a legit visually it looked cool and i do always say i like that unlike survivor they mix up their challenges you're right, though. Hard to follow. Like they were telling you this person's at 45 because you would have no idea how many they have. 
Exactly. It's just, I wish sometimes it was more, and I guess it would be impossible to do. Although Survivor, I think masters the editing of the challenge because you can kind of always tell where they are. But their challenges are always so basic. It's always just like swim and then do a puzzle. Well, this isn't that complex. You're rolling around in a hamster ball trying to roll on a hill. Is that, I feel like you could just- It would have been easier if it was like from point A to point B. It seemed like there was- 50 points and you could just keep rolling around and keep bumbling into s- s- checkpoints kind of sometimes i just wish like okay we have a wide shot right it's like a sporting event i just want to see what it actually looks like not yeah. like what they're telling us it looks like but that's true and it was uh, and it was just more than i thought like at one point they flashed like fessies around 50 checkpoints i'm like what that seems like i didn't understand the geography of it i guess it really uh, is they're telling us that's how they've all and this is nothing new it's they rely on confessionals mm-hmm. to say okay cam had been doing this you know they've been playing defense this whole that's time a great, that's a great point and it's like okay i couldn't you, i have to trust you telling me that because i have no idea from just watching like the right. little one second clip you're showing me um but, you know, it is what it is. It's not like this was particularly worse compared to the relative. It was interesting because they're in hamster balls. I thought it was going to be more dangerous than it actually ended up being. I thought people would get more hurt. Being I thought people those. would fall more. I would think I would yeah. fall if I did. Nani was complaining about maybe getting whacked around by Fessy, but she never really did. Um, and there was one, like, kind of edit where they're, like, Amber, like, it looked like she got hurt, but then, no, they just kept rolling on. Um, so, but it was close. I mean... TJ said there's one target separating the top three, which is really impressive. Kyle and Amber, who did really well, surprisingly well, uh, Fessy and Nani. And then the victors, Leroy and Casey, who had the benefit of going twice and having, you know, Cam help them out. Yeah, uh, true. And that's a huge advantage, getting to go twice on offense. Like that is that was gigantic, but still impressive that they won. Yeah, and um, their fifth time winning the season. It didn't feel like that many, but it's been a lot lately, I guess. They've been stacking them up lately. Yeah, they've been on a roll. And that's significant. It's significant. It Very much not, so. Yeah, yes. it doesn't... When we watch it week to week, it's somewhat hard for me to keep track of who's winning each week. I mean, they're telling us this one, so I understand. But um, five dailies in a season, I think, is is very impressive. Very impressive. And also... You know, if there's any sort of disappointment or lag in the season, we all like Leroy, but Leroy winning hurts the show because it's so obvious whom he's going to pick. He's, you know, and he says it all the time. I'm not going to pick Cam. I'm not going to pick um, Nani. And they, they're in the majority. So it seems like inevitable. It would have been Kyle's team versus CT's team and sort of how the rest of the episode played out. Right. Yeah, the only way this would have been interesting is if Kyle or CT won. Then we wouldn't have to see how the the chips may have fallen. But you're right. Um, That's what happened a couple of weeks ago. I think Kyle and Anissa won and kind of threw a monkey wrench into it. Um, and yeah. so, and it was sort of this afterwards, like, I don't want to say it was inevitable, but that was where it was leaning. And so how did the participants try to change the inevitable and this Amber, is probably why we got only an hour episode too, right? Like there wasn't much intrigue. No, Amber B was like playing the guilt trip card, I guess. She was telling Casey she doesn't mind going in, I guess, but she, she this is a direct quote, would feel some type of way if she's the house vote. I'm not sure why. Can you explain to me Amber B's like whole mentality this episode? 
Well, I will tell you. I will tell you. I'll speak for Amber B. Um, I think that if, well, why does she care about being the House vote? Okay, I need to wrap my head around it. But I, I, the, the kernel of truth to Amber B is that Casey places Nani ahead of her. That is a little interesting to me. That but it's also special. Nani's attached to Fessy. Yeah, that's true. But Casey even said directly that she, she listed them out, her order, her right. rank order, and Nani came ahead of of Amber. That's interesting. Um, um, so that would be a little eyebrow raising if I was Amber. Well, it does suck for Amber to kind of suddenly realize that, like, I'm in this Big Brother alliance, but I'm the low man on the totem pole. Exactly. Although I agree with you, though. Like, I think that I would be a little offended that Casey's so directly saying that she's at the bottom. But this isn't a surprise, right? This is. And I'm wondering if it's not a surprise to the viewer because we see them talking all the time, you know, Fessy and Josh and Casey, and that seems like the core Big Brother alliance. But I don't know. Maybe it's the kind of thing like if you're a, a kid in high school and you're like, you think your best friend's Billy and Billy's like, actually, I hang out with Tommy all the time when you're not around. Like we go to the movies all the time. He's my real best friend. And you didn't really know that. Maybe that's like the Amber B situation. I think that's not true in this case. The reason that makes me think that that's not the case, that they don't just don't know or she didn't know is that Kyle knew this was going to happen last episode. Remember when he and said I think we thought this was going to happen, too. Well, we thought, but we're, of course, that doesn't prove the point is that we're watching the edit. That's, That's true. But Kyle's there, right? He's one well, of the- Well, the producers probably show Kyle clips and then, you know, tell him what no, to no, say no, no. sometimes. But, what I'm talking about No, is... I know. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> Kyle's like, is... he's like a producer at this point, too. <laughs> he's working. He's on the payroll. Yeah. I guess they all kind of are on the payroll, literally. But he, Kyle, when, when Big T won- he was saying switch partners because if I am with Amber, they're going to throw me in next time. Right. So Kyle knew it was going to happen. So right. it, they must have, that shows me that Amber must have had enough evidence to know that this was going to happen as well. And also like to her, like people she's been criticized for playing both sides. Remember she was really offended by little Amber voting for her, but little Amber is not a big brother person. So you can't have a thousand best friends in the house. Um, and she got well, busted for that. And like maybe if they didn't have like two extra eliminations, it would have been fine. She would have been to the final. Right. Just like a, yeah, th that's what really rubbed me the wrong way when she was like, she's like, I thought an alliance was supposed to you know carry you and stay loyal. Like eventually you can't. I mean, like you know, if it went down to like two, you can't have an alliance of five people. No, and I think you're right. Literally right. If it wasn't Amber, they would have had to betray someone else in the alliance, right? Right, and then maybe they'll keep going. Maybe they won't have a final. I'll just be, you know, elimination. Well, I think that's what's going to happen next episode. It'll be a little more interesting. Right? Well, let's talk about that because I'm not sure about that. So um, and let's talk about the other side. So that was Amber B's strategy as much as it was. Kyle and CT see the writing on the wall, and then they kind of like concoct this plan to – have a fake fight. I don't know if they just like abandoned that or it just didn't gonna, work. This confused me. Yeah. This confused me. I was sort of excited by it when they threw it out there. It's like, oh, that sounds interesting. They're going to fake fight. I wanted to see it happen. Um, did they do it? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they like backed out or that was the fake fight. I don't know. It was I feel just... like if they did it, they could have. They could have turned up the volume on it because it was a little I, hard again, to like, know. what would it have accomplished? I mean, like they didn't, you know, 
they were in a hard spot. They were trying to find a crack, like in Survivor, but there's no crack. I mean, so but what do even you if do? they did do it, we're, I guess the goal was Kyle said he was going to split the vote if they fought. But why would that cause them to split the vote if they fought? I didn't quite understand. Yeah, the actual better strategy would have been what Kyle wanted to do, which is let's just tie, and then maybe the tie means those two go in. Probably un- not likely, but at least give it a shot. Yeah, because if you well, let it come down to Leroy, Leroy is going to screw you over. True. Although this was, I guess this was the interesting, so I, I, the fighting, the fake fight probably didn't, wasn't going to do anything. And I think they probably and, realized. And also, that. I don't understand why CT like backstabbing Kyle, I, like, I voted for you. To, what does that matter? You know, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like you're both going in. Well, I'll tell you why that matters. Okay. Oh, because you're saying he wanted to go against Kyle and not against Fessy if they theoretically had a tie situation. So it's it is interesting because they very easily could have tied it, like that was not it, was, it would have been yeah machinations. It would have been just okay. We're four to four vote. basically. Yeah, they could have tied it, um, but CT chose not to, even though that was very attainable. So it's it's sort of interesting because he has a hundred percent chance, you would think, or close to it, to tie, right? Yeah. Um, but an uncertain outcome of what happens when there's a tie. CT even said in the deliberation, well, the double agents maybe just decide the break, right. break that, which I, I could, that's you know, probably that's not likely. Yeah. Um, now, so there, the other side is okay, with that uncertain outcome, that certainty of an uncertain outcome, is that better than having the certain outcome of knowing you're going against? Kyle as opposed to yeah Fessy. that's true and I think that's what he said he's like basically I'd rather go against Kyle and Fessy um and I think they're all thinking the finals tomorrow so forget the political ramifications forget the alliance I'm not going to break this alliance it's too late anyway because mm-hmm. we're gonna have a final soon theoretically uh, maybe it would have been a different conversation if it happened like week three exactly so I think CT opted to go instead of for the Hail Mary, which would have been the chance to maybe not go in elimination at all. He right. went for like the safe running play. it. Yeah. Uh, to try and just make sure he gets in the person that he wants to in elimination. That's fair. I think looking back, I'm like, I the only crack I think they could have maybe tried, maybe they did and they didn't show it, is Nani. And we have the knowledge that Nani doesn't really like Fessy that much. But if they would have come to Nani and said, look, Nani, we we know, just pretend, we know it's a guy's elimination. We want to get rid of Fessy for you because he's a liability and he's bossy or whatever. We want to reunite you with Kyle, throw Fessy in, and then we'll get you away from Fessy. Maybe Nani would have gone along with that. Maybe, although I don't think, my guess, and I have no way of knowing it, my guess is that the house the people in the house don't know Nani doesn't like being with Fessy as much as she's telling the confessional camera. Right. I agree. And and who knows if that's after the fact or not, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so then it leads us to obvious nominees, CT and big T. I mean, sorry. Uh, you know, Amber B and, and Kyle were the house vote, you know, Amber yeah. probably felt some type of way about that. And then we go down there and it's a hall brawl. Seeing a hall brawl kind of makes you think it's probably not a team situation, but they've done sort of that before. They've done what do you teams. Mean team situation. You know, like double elimination. Why not? 
It could have been. They've done that in the past, but um, you're thinking they would actually be the both partners have to right. They'd have some go sort of at the event. same time, some, some sort, sort of, of event that they would. Oh, be you're right. Yeah, them. they've done that in the past where they've had. They've actually done that a lot where they've had like a yeah. both teams go at the same time. Yeah, like against but each other. I still thought because because we're so late in the game that it would be a um, double elimination. Or maybe both, you know, they could, it doesn't have to be a team up challenge. It could have been, you know, what male and female elimination. So CT and big T are the obvious choices to go in there. TJ finally, I guess, faked us out. Cause I was the first time that we actually were faked out. He says, we are danger close to the final. <laughs> Not dangerously, uh-huh. danger close. And it's important for the men to watch their partners compete. <laughs> so no male elimination, no double elimination. Like kind of shocking, I thought. What did you think of that? After on the heels of a female elimination last week. Should we just say it? Yeah, say it. say it. So I wrote down in my notes. This I'm gonna pull back the curtain on this podcast for our viewers a little bit. Oh no. I wrote down in my notes, independent. We live across the country from each other. So we're not just we're not watching this together. We're not commiserating. Okay. I wrote in my notes in a stock down production for potentially saving ct question mark i thought you're gonna yeah i got a text from you (laughs) saying it's productive are they trying to save ct here and i even said the fix is in so two independent thinkers are coming although we have talked about this in the past that the and we've gotten el- flack for it. We've gotten flack for it in the past. Well, because most notably with CT versus West, two heavyweights going head to head early in the season, and then they balk and say it was a female elimination or something like that. I forgot how they like saved CT back then. Yes, it if it, it smells funny. That's all I'm it, saying. It does smell a little funny, and I don't know. Is it because we were thinking that earlier and we're primed to be looking for right. it? Like we're the conspiracy theorists. We're like on QAnon, like thinking everything is a conspiracy. I don't know. But I don't. I don't. There's I any that, logical reason that they should have another female elimination? It's the only time that they've done. I think excluding any shenanigans with Metavax, like the only time they've done they flipped it on us. Right. And it's weird. It was big T going twice in a row. Um, CT for, I got to say, this is me like reading, reading the tea leaves too much or looking for signs that might not be there. But in the past, when I've seen CT at the prospect of doing these physical eliminations, like he sorts of get, he sort of gets amped up a bit. That's a great point. And yeah, he looks like kind of like tired and just kind of sluggish. He looked kind of just like like indifferent. The whole process of seeing it and walking up to it. Do you think he maybe knew? I was like, does he know? <laughs> well, you know what? And that, that's a great point because the argument against this conspiracy theory is, look, you don't need to protect CT in a hall brawl situation. That said, you always said your biggest fear is seeing like CT lose in a hall brawl type situation against somebody who's not that great. We think Kyle's underrated. I think he's actually underrated. Yeah. I think Kyle, I think CT is actually shorter than Kyle. Um, so I don't, I think CT would have been a favorite. I don't know. It would have been close to 50 50, though. I mean, it would have been fun to watch. It would have been great weird, to watch. And you know what was not feeling. fun to watch? Big T versus Amber. What? It was a weird feeling because I, it was the vibe I was getting from CT watching the, the buildup to actually going in. 
it was like, oh man, this should be really fun. Kyle versus CT in a hall brawl. But like the whole vibe, it was like, huh, it doesn't seem that exciting. Like something is off here. And it ended up not being very exciting. I think that yeah, they, the build up, you're the, right. Like when they see the efforts of production to really pump up the story once it was. Well, if you going. if you knew CT was going into a hall brawl and they said CT's name, there usually is like a you know roar from the crowd, and then you play some old CT footage. Um, and CT's never done a hall brawl that I can that if I yeah, remember. and it was interesting that Kyle had beat him in the past. Well, he. He beat him in a, a modified pole wrestle where there was three contestants and CT was in the middle of them, sort of. So I don't think that was really... It, it, he won, but it was like not a one-on-one sort of thing. Yeah, so then we get the matchup that no one was looking for, uh, Big T versus Amber B. And maybe you thought Big T, you know, they hyped her up and her, all her training and... They really know. tried to hype it up. Right, with the panels yeah. of the hall brawl showing the highlights. Of- yeah, that was cool. That was a cool visual. Um, yeah. and, and Big T, to her credit, maybe had the better strategy, maybe had more grit, um, but lost both rounds fairly easily. I mean, you know, it wasn't that close. Yes, although you do give her, like, she tried really hard. You could tell even with the editing, like, she was not afraid to, like, get physical with it. Whereas no, she was better at physical. Yeah, Remember Little Amber earlier was just right. like, got run over um and gave up basically and i think amber b has won now two hall brawls um and i think in this case it was just because she's faster like she she gains a lot of ground in that first little push and then she's closer to the bell well i think Um, both of those are you know she's faster but also she starts when they start running she's already closer right that's what i mean because when that first collision happens it's closer to her side um and hey, you know, you can only beat the people in front of you, as they say in sports. But Amber B beating little Amber and then Big T makes her 2-0 and in eliminations. Probably the least impressive wins you can imagine. Although, you know, give Big T credit for trying. Um, and uh, it was really disappointing, you know. And, and it's not about, um, you know, belittling like the female side of the competitors. Because I, I would have been excited to see you know, Lolo Jones versus Casey or something like that. You just want to see like big dogs square up in a hall brawl. <laughs> and anytime there's a mismatch or people who don't try that hard, it's just, it goes from being one of the best eliminations to being one of the worst. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange. I I don't think it, it, it was disappointing and I don't like as viewers and maybe it's us too. Maybe it, it, it's biased because we are skeptics. Uh, I think, but I don't like watching a show and then thinking, did production play a role or having the suspicion of it? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and I'll give, I'll even be more blunt about it or more like, um, you know, cold about like rules about it or regimented. Like some people like reality TV and they watch every reality show under the sun. That's fine. But like, I think there's a clear delineation to me, like the shows that are competition shows like Top Chef and Survivors become that. If they trust their premise, they don't really need to manipulate things that much to stir the pot. Shows that don't have competition elements, if it's like keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever, it's like they need to constantly make stuff up and like manufacture drama. And so I personally don't watch those shows. I watch shows like this and I want to believe that it's genuine. Um, 
and moments like this do make me doubt how much or worry how much the producers are really meddling with things which is interesting because i i don't think i'm sure there's moments if i rack my brain but i don't think of this show as being very um tampered with in terms of production like no and and they've had you know johnny's left early wes has left early ct's left early before i I don't there have been now that i'm saying that like if i think back to the ruins Kohada won against West, and maybe the one thing Kohada could have won in right. against West at that time. So there's, there's no know, there's, set rules. And when you're saying it could be a guy's elimination, it could be a girl's elimination at the drop of a hat, there's even more of a chance to change yeah. that or, you know, but protect. But I think you. overall, I would say the show has a pretty good reputation with not doing that. Right. And we've seen instances where, you know, CT's going against Jay, for example they could have theoretically given him something that he would be a big advantage. Yeah, And that's, I think that someone who gave us a comment before about that said that, you know, they've had seasons recently where the first people to go home was like CT and Johnny one after the, you know, but maybe that's argument. Well, production sort of learned since then and is trying not to let that happen. Although Wes went home early. Well, and certainly Lolo Jones, you know, we've demonized her. She kind of said the production, you know, gets their little devil hands in there and does some sneaky stuff Maybe she's right. Maybe we all owe Lolo an apology. <laughs> well, they certainly want to, they edit every show, edits it, reality shows, edit, edit it in a, a heavy handed way to tell a story. Um, but you'd think the actual competi- competitive elements are kind of pure, but who knows? Maybe we're making a mountain out of a molehill. You know, CT. Yeah, confused. maybe. I mean, and it was just, it's just a little disappointing also just because we feel like we're at the end of the show and it just keeps going on and on. It's like Lord of the Rings, the third one, right? It's like, I think we're ready. We're ready for the end, right? I think so, because this felt like a pretty like mundane episode. And it's been a couple in a row. And then this is another weird part we'll get into right now. So Amber B had a choice. I thought she would stay with Kyle, but she she made a move and she picked Fessy, and I thought they would make more of a moment out of that. Um, strange on multiple accounts. Well, not so strange as I think it reiterates the the perception in the house that Fessy is the top dog, right? Just like the perception in the house is that Cam is the top female. I think that has to be as you know we might debate it as viewers, but in the house right. they. That certainly seems to be the perception uh, because Fessy has been stolen so many times and, and Cam as well. Uh, it was, but it's sort of like you and I are both saying that like, well, Fessy's not going to be the best in a final. Why doesn't everyone else see that? Well, and also Amber B, I feel like she kind of vowed like she's not working with this big brother alliance anymore. And I think this is her way to be like, hey, I'm back with you guys, right? You know? Um, mm, and maybe that'll pay true. off or maybe not. That's going to be really interesting because Nani is now left over and she can pick between CT and Kyle. And I, you know, I don't like when they vocally don't want to be picked, but they both realize like, I do not want to be picked in this situation. Cause I'm going to be a rogue agent next week. Yes. Um, and that she picked Kyle in a kind of an awkward moment. <laughs> um, but this is your point. Who does Casey prioritize more because now Nani's going to be on a separate team from Fessy. Dude, does Leroy have more say? Does, you know, Big Brother have more say? Maybe the Alliance is finally going to have to turn on each other. So going back, so Amber, I think in terms of, well, 
you don't think there's gonna be another female elimination now, right? I we can't think. imagine. So and then also really... the show, like this adds credence to the idea they're protecting CT because now it worked out perfectly for CT. He's gonna be protected next week as their rogue agent. I know. But if you're having if you're saving C and maybe we're wrong and we're spending too much time on this theory, but if you're saving CT for like entertainment, you want him for eliminations, right? That's where he's most fun to watch. Right, that's true. You know, him Watching him final, like kind of like gas out in a final is not going to be that fun. Or, to, you know, just finals that I think controversial opinion are just not as fun to watch. It's a great point. That's, that's, that's but, a sad reality right lately. But so if there's no more eliminations for females, then Amber's decision because you could say, oh, going with Fessy means she's going to be protected now, but that doesn't seem to bear into the reality now. Because um, they're not going to have another. Yeah, you're right. That's what I would think. So so now next week, CT's safe. It's a male right, so elimination. There's only four teams left. And the team. Kyle would be going in. We're pretty certain. Kyle and Nani are in trouble unless Leroy can protect them or unless they can win, which is possible. That's right. So she, N- Kyle is with Nani, but it's not going to be a female elimination. So does it, Nani being with Kyle come to That's bear? a good point. They're not going to, Leroy is not going to care about Nani, presuming that it's a male's elimination. And you it can't think. be a double. I don't think you it's a double think. either. Although you could, I could still definitely see Nani being upset if she were thrown in, even if it's not a female elimination. So that's, you're right. That does, but I don't know. I feel like Kyle's going to be thrown in. But the interesting thing is going to be who's going against Kyle. Right. So then CT is going to be rogue. So the guys available would be Fessy, Corey, and Leroy. And Corey's partnered with Cam. So you'd think Corey would be the easy choice if it was the Alliance, but she's partnered with Cam. But as you mentioned, Cam's not worried for her sake because it's probably not a female elimination. Yeah. So, but then are they thinking that in the house that, okay, is Lee, because that's would be a hard thing for Leroy to throw in his girlfriend just assuming that, okay, we're pretty sure it's not female. Like, but I, I think you're making a big presumption that Leroy's definitely going to win the daily. I, I am making a, I don't know. It seems to be the case <laughs> the past few weeks, right? Um, I think Kyle's definitely going in unless he wins. I think, um, I think, well, let's put it on Cam. Would Cam rather throw in Corey, who's her partner, but she's not that attached. It's not like she picked him as a partner. Um, or would she rather throw in Fessy? Maybe she wants a, Fessy to win and then switch to her. Maybe she agrees that Fessy's the best and they could be a super team. I don't know. I think it it will be heavily dictated by if the castmates care that if they're certain it'll be male elimination, that makes it easy. Then you just do Kyle versus Corey. If they're not so sure, if they're not so sure, if they Nani is feeling some type of way about it, as they say, then it's going to be more interesting, right? Well, um, let's let's just say that we don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. But you, I love doing this because you, we have new teams every week. If there's any benefit of this format, it is constantly reshifting the ladder. So I want you to again rank them one to ten. CT's on his own right now a team we have seen before and you got to put them at the top. Maybe they've gone past eight out of 10 Casey and Leroy. Where do you put them right now? Yeah, they're staying around there. And then old team cam and Corey. I'll tell you what Casey and Leroy have against them. Hmm. If they're swimming, Leroy is not, doesn't have a great reputation as a swimmer. And, um, 
I'll give you another thing. Casey sort of gassed out last season in a final. So those are two. That's why they're not like a 10 out of 10 team here, even though they're. Yeah, they're probably better in dailies than they were in finals, I would say. Because Casey being a football player, football players are like short burst athletes. They're not endurance athletes. But still, they're the favorites thus far. Eight out of 10 is not bad. Um, I agree. Okay. And then, so Cam and Corey. Cam and Corey are seven out of 10. I think that's a little high personally, but, um, new team, Amber B and Fessy big brother team. Six, six and a half. Maybe I think that's low. Cause I think, I know Fessy has some like, you know, he might be too, he might gas out, but I keep falling back on the idea that Amber Beats looks like she like runs marathons. I think. And that was another interesting thing. I agree to your point because they, Fessy looked very bummed out that Amber chose him. But Hmm. I think I agree with you. I was like, oh, that's an upgrade over Nani, isn't it? I thought so too. And so Nani and Kyle are the last team, but not a terrible team, right? Would you say? Man, this is hard. Because I, I think my ratings are messed up this week. You're right. No, but so, they're all okay. I would say like a five out of 10, right? They're not a bad team. I think they're higher than that. I think they're probably on Fessy and Amber's level, if not a little bit higher to me. Because I think I Kyle's I, better than Fessy. In a I like Kyle. I just think Nani tends to like freak out. Yeah. And she need, yeah. and then Kyle sometimes gets down on his partners. You know, this is probably not good for her. You know, I think the point here of doing this exercise is it's showing it's very even playing field with Leroy and Casey being the favorites. Right. But not an overwhelming favorite. It's not like Gonzaga in the tournament, right? It's like, they're probably the best, but I don't think they've proven themselves in a final ever either one. So I can't really say they're the favorite. No, they're not runaway favorites, but they're, I think they're ahead of the pack. And then the rest are sort of bunched up in terms of being capable, but not but having question marks. So CT, you know, we've hated on him now and then the season still would be cool if he wins the show. Is there any partner that you think would really vault him into contender status? Any circumstance where his partner would be cam, let's say, let's say Corey loses. Fessy beats Corey and sticks with Amber B. I'm not sure why. And then, yeah, I think Cam would give him the best chance. I think Cam would give him the best chance. And I'm guessing Casey wouldn't break up our partnership because it's going well. Yeah. Uh, I guess we, I like Cam more than Casey, but you disagree with that. I don't know. Well, I also, if, if you're hoping for CT, um, at least he has a storyline with Cam, you know, it'd be That's weird true. if like CT and Amber B win the shows cause they've never <laughs> seen them like talk. Um, they've made a big mountain out of a you know mohill with or whatever with CT and Cam at least. That's why yeah. I think it almost has to be Leroy and and Casey winning, right? Because that's like been such a consistent storyline. Although the one wrinkle would be next week, if we're thinking it's the last elimination, might be the last chance for Leroy and Cam right to team to join up. up. But they wouldn't want to risk going home empty going home yeah. i yeah. think they should not team up i wonder if that's their plan that would be um okay so this episode we're guessing it's the last female elimination we're gonna have one male elimination then the final presumably right i, I don't know maybe not because they could go down to three in the final 
But for this particular episode, do you have any stock up, stock downs based on our perception prior to this episode? I think, I, you know, I have to be honest. I didn't have very many strong opinions about stock up, stock down, because I felt like it was sort of a paint by numbers episode, not much yeah. intriguing. I'll get, I had two potential nominees. All right, let's hear it. For stock up, yeah, I'm lukewarm on this, but I sort of thought Kyle, you know, he is the hero against the big brother alliance and um nani is sort of playing like the greek chorus now like she is so happy to be with kyle she hated fessy she loves just for the fun her quote was she wants to have fun so she's with kyle i kind of agree with her i would want to be on kyle's team because he's so fun well, that, that's a legit, and I like the fact that he's one step ahead of the show in terms of strategy. He's like, I don't want to be picked because I want to be a rogue agent. Yeah, he seems safe. to be very aware of what's, you know. He, and you've made the good point about, you know, a few weeks ago when he's like, we're going to be nominated, blah, blah, blah. He he does tend to know where the sea is going. Yeah. The tide is turning. Yeah, I think he has a good game awareness. And also, I'll give him credit for this. Um, normally, three years ago, four years ago, you would think he would be roadkill against CT in a hall brawl, but we were thinking he has a very good shot at this. Yeah, he's certainly not. Uh, yeah, it was no cakewalk by any means. Um, again, it was strange because I was, even didn't think it was going to happen as it was maybe going to happen. Um, but yeah, he. I've always said that about Kyle, though. Yeah, we, we tend to think he's underrated. I mean, he still needs to prove it a little bit more, but... You're also the guy who thought Nelson was going to win multiple titles too, and he's that's not. Right. Yeah, well, I've I've been on the Kyle bandwagon for a while, though. To my credit, I think he's it's always been a good been season up. for him. At the end of the year, we'll do like season long stock up, stock down. I think his season long has been up. Yes, um, he's really carrying the show from a humor perspective now too. Yeah, and it's nice to see him be a character that is not just defined by Car Maria and Polly, which he. <laughs> so I kind of miss that though. I do miss that. <laughs> It was a. It was like three seasons in a row. That's though. true. I think that he's shown that he doesn't need to be the foil to Polly to be a character. Which he is- loves just being on TV. That's. But I would love to see him and Polly because Kyle just loves being on TV. Polly looks like he was like unhinged enough where he, if they were like rivals, like he would have trouble with it. Kyle would just like make a joke of it. Yes, <laughs> I agree with that, Polly. <laughs> Man, we. I, you know, an aside, but. Car Maria and Polly, I think it was World of War, World War of the Worlds one or two. They was there. They needed to take a break because Car, I think, was having a hard time. But it's time for them to come back. Don't you? I, I agree. Want to see I miss them. I miss. Well, I we we miss sort back. of like love triangles in general, right? We haven't yeah, seen that at like, all. I think Kara, It's you, come on. We're ready for Kara to come back. She's a big character. Yeah, and she's really had an arc, right? From being like the picked on like pony girl to being like the crow or something you know it's like she's she's oh, like this, sure. this is an interesting character um hopefully it doesn't like wear on her remember there was a point where we thought nani like would never come back because she just looked like broken by the show but yeah, she's come back okay so i agree with that i'll endorse that co-sign that kyle and who was your second candidate well my other one was for stock down oh okay well let me look at a stock up because um I mean, can we say CT based on the fact that the show is in his pocket or whatever, or vice versa? Just for his, in terms of his chances of winning, I think it's a big stock up. Mm. 
because he goes from Big T, who they would have crashed and burned, to, you know, at least he's alive to fight another day. He's probably going to make the final. He'll have a shot. Yeah, I'm not giving a stock up for that. What about his I montage? Sort of think- his, you don't, his montage was genuinely good, too. I think that was good. My reading on that, he's going to be around. CT's had a huge role this season. You know, yeah, and that's like, what the editing thing. I'm like, did they do all this CT work just to have him finish like fourth? See, I had a different take. I thought that this was sort of the end of his story in a way. Hmm. I don't think he's going to win. I think Leroy will win or Cam. And which maybe if, if CT's with Cam, that still works. But I feel like his story this season was him and Big T. They've spent a lot of time right. on No, that's fair. Um, and we didn't talk about that really. Their ending and, you know, they, I think they really patched that up. I guess. I mean, you know, whatever. I, Big T seemed to endorse it, right? Um, which is nice to see. You know, we've yeah. had our questions. But I sort of think this was the, the that was, I, I don't think CT is going to win now. But that's maybe. fair. I mean, like I, but I think there's still on paper, he has a little bit better chance than he did before. I think. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, another stock down. Let me give you one myself. I mentioned before, I just didn't like Amber B this episode. I thought her whining was annoying and her like awareness was low. Um, even though she won, I mean, but still, I don't think she looked that great in the elimination either. I'm you saying stock that? down. Amber B. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I have the same one actually, just because now I, I think it, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I didn't like her being upset playing the victim so much, but the one thing I will say for that is that they didn't have much to show this episode. Yeah. The show in, 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 literally. And I think that maybe they had they had to mine the editing floor to really kind of create some drama and show that Amber B was upset about being voted in when so I don't hold it against her too much, but still it was not like uh it was still not winning her any fans. And then a stock down, I don't know how to phrase this, but just you said it like production, whatever it is, like for making us doubt the show um and their intentions. I think it was like that like was the strongest takeaway the aftertaste of that in my mouth after this episode i know are you gonna really put that in writing are we gonna really cement that as our take because it's oh there's no other take i mean we're grasping at straws for the other stuff i mean what else why else would they switch it to a female elimination is because it's going to shock us as a viewer and create fun and and no (laughs) it was lame and all the way around and it would have been fine if they shocked us before but you can't pull your one shock. The one shock has to be um, to set up something cool. You know, you can't shock us and then like give us a letdown. Yeah. Why give us a letdown? But why would they want? It's like you ordered like a, a hamburger at your favorite hamburger place. And like, guess what? Surprise. You get, you know, tofu instead. It's like, what? I'm like, I don't want this fries. Okay. But devil's advocate. What does... Does production really care about having CT not stay an extra episode? No, probably not. I think we're the point is it's called a conspiracy theory for a reason. We have no idea. If I had to guess, maybe it's you know forty percent chance of being true. 
but we shouldn't have had that 40% chance of being true. And the show set us up by, we're starting not to believe the show. And that's and their fault. At a more basic level, forget the conspiracy wanting to save CT. In terms of entertainment, it doesn't make any sense, like you said, to switch from the hamburger to tofu. Like it, it, for entertainment value or taste value, uh, you know, forgetting any vegetarians out there like it doesn't make sense to if you have a hall brawl switch from the great matchup right. to the not good not good matchup you know forgetting about saving anyone it's just right. and wise, there are yeah throw that curveball and there are a lot of reasons why the conspiracy theory doesn't add up we've mentioned them already so we're not saying this is definitely true but we just don't want to have that seed of doubt in our minds yeah i agree and i think the show Look, they're trying their best. I mean, maybe it's a casting thing. They picked good athletes. They picked a lot of, they've been drawing a lot from the big brother well. I think they've been trying to come up with a group that can kind of shake up the status quo and they did it. It's just turned into the big brother show. But those yeah. big brother people are not the best characters for TV. Yeah, I think you're maybe right is they've gone more toward athlete versus character which makes sense because we want to see genuine competition and athletic performance right but is there is there a world for like a marie remember marie who was just like brassy or jemmy is there no place for jemmy on the challenge anymore <laughs> well jemmy's on all stars oh she's on all stars <laughs> if you want your gem i think she is she's truly a legend of the game um <laughs> but yeah, Marie is a good example. Marie and Jemmy. And yeah, I mean, but I don't like when people like, have no little Amber. We had little, little Amber this season. So yeah, but still she had giving, no personality either. She came and yeah, went. Maybe they thought she did. So they're still throwing out Michi, Mecky, Mecky. He had a good personality. The guy who was a bust was Joseph. Remember Joseph? Who <laughs> oh, yeah. came in from America's Got Talent as like a comedian, allegedly. So I think they're still trying. They're trying. It's in, it's in an exact process. You know, the tragedy of the show, well... I'll be careful of my words here is that I think they did have entertaining casts for a while with the initial right. British invasion. Those like guys were great. Yeah. And they got sort bit. of like, they all had things that happened off camera. Right. It's that classic. Of, I think I've used this reference before VH one, like let's just fill the, sh these contests with like, for lack of a better word, like trashy, crazy people. And then one guy like killed somebody. <laughs> like okay we went too far here let's dial it back and this is like a lighter version of that where it's like let's cast some crazy outrageous characters like wait a minute they're con too controversial let's rein yeah. it back yeah um, i think they had to find a happy medium there because yeah. i mean I like look I, I even forgot what bear's crimes were but i'm ready to like pardon him can we get like the governor of mtv to pardon him for his crimes because he was such good tv yeah, you got to be careful. I don't remember what he did, honestly. So I apologize if it was actually something really bad. But I mean, he was great. <laughs> he was a great character on TV. Rogan, slightly less so, but still a good character. Georgia and Miss Georgia. Um, Joss. Joss. I mean, Joss did is, he get canceled is, too? I don't think he. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Bear. I think you. I. I. Need, neither. We kind of need to do our homework. I think there were some pretty significant allegations. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if he's like that problematic, then out with him. Um, but but find a new bear. Can we find a bear that's not like going to make us like uncomfortable rooting for him? Yeah. 
Um, but that's sort of like, they were in terms of entertainment though, that was my point. Those were some good characters, just not knowing the off camera of what's going on, you know? Um, yeah. And I think Wait, that they need season... to go back to the drawing board. That's, that's our criticism. Casting, I think is probably why we're critical of the show. Challenge wise, it's not really their fault. You know, you gave, they gave us a hall brawl, just happened to be two duds in the hall brawl you know big t tried her best i think it's her yeah yeah it's just we didn't need to have a female elimination right after a female elimination there was no entertaining twist right and and amber b is a good example of that because like athletically she's fine um she looks like somebody who should be on tv but like what would you say are her like defining character traits as a person like what's her personality i think for to be honest this season is just she's lasted like that's her to me that's her defining thing she's just lasted but if you met her at a party and you tried to describe her i'm like oh what's amber v like it's like she's nice and she's calm and she's you know goes with the (laughs) flow kind of i guess i mean is that somebody you want on tv i think she has a unique look to her she looks good i mean she looks like a tv person yeah um but she really doesn't have much to add beyond that no but you could say that about Fessy, you could say that about Casey. You could say that about well, Casey had that whole like player thing going for her, and Fessy yeah. want, want to be player. Um, we need more of that, I think. Actually. Amber B is a loyal friend. Loyal friend is her defining trait. That's true. I'll give her that. I, I wouldn't mind hanging out with her. She should be a nice person, but I, you know, I need a little bit more from the cast. And maybe we'll see that on All Stars. I'm sure that's going to be a total S show in terms of personality because there's some people who are just there for the. I want to see ride. how they're going to compete. I don't know if they're all up for the task. Um, all right, so we'll give this episode like a B minus, or are you even going lower? I'm going lower for sure. I'd say C minus at best. That could be one of the. The highlight was maybe the montage of the training, yes. and then it yeah. was just all nothing from there yeah and kind of confusing daily confusing strategy on part of ct and kyle confusing why they pulled back on ct in the elimination not a great job of the show um all right but we'll be back next week we'll see what happens we're predicting kyle versus somebody um we'll see if we're right take care dondrick all right bye